Welcome to day 57 of 100 Days of Podcast. I'm your host, Heather. Thanks for joining me here on Connect the Dots. So today's episode is called Musicals, The Beginning. We're going to talk about musicals. I told you this yesterday uh, because we're working through some of my favorite movies and uh, musicals uh, that are often made into films. So, yeah, so this is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and we're probably going to talk about it tomorrow, too, because I have a long history of musicals. Uh, so this is the beginning. Um, you, you know that I love music, so this should not surprise you that musicals are part of my life. <laughs> I know I talk a lot about my grandmother, too, but honestly, I mean, she really, she's one of the people that made me who I am today, for sure. Um, she is the one who introduced me to musicals and started this love affair that I have had since I was very small. (laughs) The first musical I ever remember watching with her was The Sound of Music. I think my favorite part of the movie was the puppet show part. Um, cause I thought the little, the little goats were super funny and super cute. Um, it always made me laugh. It always made me smile. Um, every part of the movie, I loved Maria's, um, just independence and, um, how assured, how assured she, assured, is that even the word I'm looking for? How sure she was, there we go, how sure she was of herself, uh, she was very confident in who she was, and I always, I always lo- admired that and loved that. And of course, there are some well-known song, well-known songs from uh, *The Sound of Music*. The movie star, um, Julie Andrews played Maria, the main character, um, and so in this one scene, she takes the Van Trapp children. Um, up to the mountains and they are playing and singing and she teaches them a song that's called actually I don't know that this is what it's called um look I even did my research before I started this but I didn't look up like the name of the song um let's see sound oh let's see I can't type sound I'm not typing sound <laughs> of music the Sound of Music. There we go. What is the official name of said song? Do Re Mi. That is the name of the song. Um, if you've never heard the song, let me just, you know, this song is very, uh, let's see. Okay. So, uh, so the chorus of this song Right. This is you know this song, right? Do a deer, a female deer, ray a drop of golden sun. Me a name I call myself. Far a long, long way to run. So a needle pulling thread. La a note to follow. So tea a drink with jam and bread. And that brings us back to dough. That was probably terrible. I'm so sorry that you had to just sit through that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I just love it. I love that little song. I think it's so cute. Uh, and it just, it brings back so many memories of watching it uh, with my grandmother. The other song that most people know from the movie is My Favorite Things. Um, you know, and it starts out, raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. See, everybody knows these. I say everybody. Most people know these songs. Uh, you, you've heard them in, in, rant, in, in, you know, different songs. People take these songs and, and redo them and put them into modern songs. It's really kind of cool how the, like, evolution of this music and how, and just how timeless the music is. I think that, for me, is something, too, that I love about musicals is how timeless the the melodies can be and how just you know, the sim- the simplicity of it too, of, of just the, the songs and how easy it is to sing along with them. So thank you for, for listening to me sing these songs. Oh goodness. See, it's late on a, what day is it? Monday. Um, okay. So the next movie, um, that I remember, watching with her was My Fair Lady. And I love My Fair Lady. Oh, just loved it. So Julie Andrews actually played Eliza Doolittle on Broadway. But in the movie, it was Audrey Hepburn. Um, And she played a gorgeous Eliza Doolittle. um, Because just gorgeous. I loved the, like, it's this transformation, um, just to, if you don't know anything about My Fair Lady, basically, um, you have Eliza Doolittle, um, and then you have Henry Higgins, and, um, the, I'm trying to find it, okay, um, so, all right, so Eliza Doolittle is a flower seller, uh, and she overhears an arrogant phonetics professor, Henry Higgins, as he casually wagers that he could teach her to speak proper English, thereby making her presentable to the high society of uh, of London, right? So um, he can change her from this very, you know, very rough dialect, um, very, you know, strong um I can't even think of how to how to really um, describe it, but but he's basically saying, "Hey, I can take this person that doesn't speak eloquently, and I can teach them how, um, and then they can pass for high society." And it's you know I I enjoy the movie. One of the funniest parts of the movie, though, and this is probably the part that most people know or have heard at least heard this part, is the rain in Spain section. Uh, where he's teaching her to, you know, say say these things, and over and over, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain, and they go like around and around and around <laughs> as she's trying to learn how to say this, and it's so 
the the movie itself is I haven't seen it in so long, and now I have to go, I've got to go find it and watch it. But I am a huge fan. I I the music is great, all of that. So those are the first like movies, right? That I remember watching with my grandmother at her house. Um, you know, putting in the the VHS tapes because these were not on DVD; they were VHS tapes. Um, and so we're we're watching those. Now, in the car, my grandmother listened to the classical station, or as all of the grandkids called it, and the and even like my parents, like the elevator music. That's what she listened to, the elevator music station. And so instead of of that, because I was like, no, grandmother, I don't want to listen to this. I don't know what this is, but we're not going to listen to this. So I would get out her tapes, and. She had Les Mis on tape. And I tell you this, I listened to that so much. I could sing every song from Les Mis before I ever saw it done on stage. So, you know, if you're reading a book and you're, you're like kind of, you're, you're reading through a book and you're like creating the characters and what they look like in your head. And so you're playing out this story visually in your head. That's what I did with Les Mis, with the songs. Um, I would just, obviously there was no dialogue. It was just songs. Uh, <laughs> so there were parts of the story, right, that were, that are typically spoken, but I didn't hear those because it was just the music. But I literally, I took the, the, the music and listening to it and created this story, like what it looked like in my head. And... I can't say that it was exactly the same as when, you know, when I finally saw it or when I saw the movies or anything like that, but, you know, I, I created this, this picture, this, this movie in my own head, um, just listening to Les Mis and singing it. And I loved the song Master of the House, loved that song. I always imagined like doing a very funny performance of this song where like the front of me was dressed as the as the man because it, it's a duet it's a man and a woman um and then the back would then I could turn around and I would be the woman uh like you know his wife um or like a half and half like Jekyll Hyde kind of thing I always had this like thought in my head like oh my gosh that would be so much fun to do that because this song is is funny um and I, I you know I like it but um, but my love of Les Mis, right? So Lord help me. When I was in the eighth grade at junior beta convention, oh my gosh, in Montgomery, Alabama, the people that were there, I'm sorry. I'm just going to apologize for my performance. I sang stars from Les Mis on stage. With the with the track, uh, just the straight up tape, not a not a voiceless. No, no, I sang over the tape, over the tape. I sang <laughs> stars from Les Mis. I don't know what I was thinking and why on earth, like my sponsor, the sponsor of the Beta Club, let me do this. Like we had so many other talented people. There was a a, a, a 
a, a girl in my class that was an extremely talented dancer. Uh, she'd actually been our, did our talent for us like the year before and I think the year after. How on earth did I, did I get to sing at the convention? Maybe this was ninth grade. It's eighth or ninth grade. I can't remember, but anyway, uh, neither here nor there. That's one of those embarrassing things in my life. I will never forget. And I think I was wearing that day. This is, I know I'm going off, uh, but this was at a stage where I would wear, for some reason, I thought it was cool to wear these oversized polo shirts and when I say oversized, I am a, a fair, I am a short person. Uh, I am, I was probably five feet, maybe five, two at this point. I mean, I'm only five, three now. So at this point I was probably almost, almost the same height that I am. I haven't grown much, you know, and who knows how long, uh, but I was wearing my stepfather's, my stepfather was six, four. And, and much, uh, much, much bigger than me. Uh, yeah, I was wearing his polo shirt. I'm just drowning in the in this polo shirt. Why on earth? Why? I don't even know. The decisions I made. Okay. Anyways, uh, one year my grandfather did get my grandmother season tickets to the Broadway Theater League in Huntsville. And that happened to be the year that Les Mis came. <laughs> heart flutters. Uh, she and I went. It was amazing, right? They had the rotating stage and everything. And it's it was so cool. It was amazing. Yes. Um, so finally got to see that. I don't even know what year that was, but it, it was amazing. And I would love to see it again. I've obviously, I've watched the movie I wanted to watch it so bad one night. I rented it. I don't even know how much I paid, like six bucks or something on one of the on-demand things. And because uh, I wanted to watch it so badly, I was like, I need to watch Les Mis. Um, and so Anne Hathaway did a, I, I think she did a phenomenal job. And I went with my friend John Day to see that in theaters when it came out. Because Jay does not like musicals. Hmm. Yeah. Jay does not like musicals. He does not enjoy them like I do. So I have to uh, watch musicals by myself or with other fellow musical fans. Okay. So when I was in the ninth grade and the Beta Club went to New York in D.C., in New York, we saw Phantom of the Opera, uh, which I had listened to on tape with my grandmother as well. Um, so I knew knew all of those songs, again, in my head, had played this movie Round and round in my head the whole time. Um, a couple of the other ones. I don't know that my grandmother introduced me to this one. But but growing up, one of my favorite like movies that was a musical was The Newsies. And I will still, anytime that it's on and I can watch it, I will, I will watch it. I loved The Newsies. Uh, I would love, I've, it's come around a couple times with like a Broadway Theater League kind of group. I would love to go see it. Um, in person. I, I just think it would be great. Um, but there you have it. There's the beginning of my love of musicals. If you stayed past my singing, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you indulging me, letting me do that. 
Uh, tomorrow, we're going to move a little further into my history with musicals. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about like kind of what, like kind of what came next um, in, in my musical thing. And then kind of where I am today in, in my, like the most recent things I've watched and the things that I enjoy. So that may be one episode. It may be two episodes. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. We'll see what happens when I write it. Um, but until then, remember that you are loved and you are worthy and there are great things ahead for you if you trust and believe in the Lord. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.